Hello, hello again, and welcome to another season of Coffee with Miss Deeds and Miss Amy. We have loved spending this time with you as we talk about all the joys and exciting happenings at uni, as well as the stressors and the different things that are hard. But we got to keep it real, and we're thankful that you can join us. So enjoy this time. Hello everyone. Before we went into this next episode, we wanted to put a little disclaimer on it. We were having some technical difficulties editing the podcast and therefore we're just going to run it in its full entirety in unedited version. So you will get to hear us live with all the ums and ahas and oops, but we hope that makes it a little bit more real for you. And next time we'll clean it up. Thanks for understanding. And here's your next show. Welcome back to Coffee with the Counselors. This is episode one of our season number two. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in as we explore different topics in the fall and we're ready to jump in with some new ones this spring. Um, Me and Miss Amy have really enjoyed getting together and starting our podcast um, and finding a different way to connect where hopefully you're not in front of your screen, or if you are, hopefully you um, are finding it relaxing as you work on work. So welcome back. Hi, Miss Amy. Hi, Miss Diedrich. I will say that I really, really miss our students. You know, I started last January and now it's like one year anniversary for me of being at uni, but I've only been in the school three months. And then for the next what is it, nine months, I've been away from everyone. But even yesterday, or recently, we had the junior senior course election meeting and being in the same space with 100 people from uni and all those students just really made me so happy, even though I couldn't see everyone's faces. But the fact that we were together, I think it's fascinating that there's just such energy in numbers together. And then I kind of got sad because then I remembered like, that we're not together, but I really miss students though. So I hope everyone is doing well and know that you are very, very missed. Even when the teachers were announcing themselves, you could tell that they were just really longing to be with students. Yeah, because the teachers can't be with all students, right? So maybe you're a past student of a teacher that you don't have this year. And, um, you know, just seeing your name on the screen makes a big difference. And um, I know I, I have thought sometimes about specific students and wondering how they're doing or what they're doing and um, hoping that they are feeling connected um, as it has been really challenging during this online period. And you have to be a lot more intentional of how you're going to do it. So um, hopefully you are finding a way to feel part of the uni community. And if you are struggling, we are more than happy to try to help you feel as connected as we can during this odd period of life. Yeah. And maybe we can just give our listeners a challenge, especially those students that we normally saw like regularly and we haven't seen in so long. It's going to be called the what's up challenge. (laughs) And the challenge is just to email us 
and say, hey, what's up? And give us a little blur of what you're doing because I am so curious as to what people are doing. You know, I haven't seen people in so long. Yeah, the fav- my favorite part of our job is just hanging out in the main area of the SSO and chit-chatting with students about what's going on in their lives um, and just being like casual and getting to know people deeper. And that, that's definitely missed in this format. So yeah, email us and tell us what's up. Yeah. And a little fun factoid is that the SSO is being redone right now. So we have new floors and we're getting new furniture and it's going to be a whole new space. So I hope lots of students stop by when we all get back in person and just hang out on the couches. We'll make sure our bowl of candy is extra big (laughs) to make up for the entire year's worth of candy. We've been saving up for this moment. (laughs) Going to be a party. So, and also I was thinking, you know how like when you're younger, one week makes such a difference in like physical growth. Like I just remember working in schools and like after a break, students would come back. And even though it's only one week, they look so much taller and they look different. Mm -hmm. I can not even imagine when we get back to school, how different people are going to look. They're going to look like grown adults. Yeah. Especially during this like time period, right? Like, um, like eighth grade through especially like sophomore year I feel like there's lots of changes that happen and so we haven't seen you in a year we mean we have to reintroduce ourselves to you we won't know who you are (laughs) yeah but as we start this new year and this new podcast season I love to think about um new year's resolutions it's one of the things I have always loved to do each year, even growing up as like a young person, I would write all my resolutions down on a piece of paper and put it in an envelope and then store it away till the next year to see all the things I didn't, did and didn't do, you know, but it was always something fun to do. So do you have any resolutions that you have this year, Ms. Deeds? Um, I just have one. My, and it's kind of broad. My goal this year is just to take care of my body. Um, and a lot of different, like by exercising more, by taking time to, (coughs) excuse me, by taking time to be reflective, um, for like my mind and drinking more water, making sure I'm eating like good things. And, um, shower, like making sure like, you know, like I'm like getting up, getting ready for the day. Um, and you know, just taking care of all those basic needs that you have, because I feel like those have been harder (laughs) while being at home, Mm -hmm. um, to maintain all of those. Like maybe I'm doing like really well in like three of the five areas, but then like, you know, I can always do better. So I just want to make sure that I like focus on like, and like being more flexible too. (laughs) Like, I feel like, um, like I've had this back injury from lifting and it's like kind of been hard to like sit in certain chairs or like do certain things. So just like being more, um, 
intentional about stretching different muscles so that hopefully eventually this will heal and I can get back to some of those, uh, things that I once liked to do. Yeah. How about you? Um, I think mine are kind of similar, a lot of self-care things, especially with working out. I don't know if you've ever heard of Peloton or if our listeners have heard of Peloton, but they have like this one or two month free trial. And so we started it in um, December and they have like a treadmill and a bike and those expensive things that you can use, but they also have like a bazillion different classes of running or walking outside, stretching, crushing your core, building strength, meditation. There's just so many different classes in this one app and their instructors are amazing too. They're so motivational and they have really nice voices to listen to. And they always have really great, (laughs) it does make a difference. And also they have really great playlists to work out too. So we, we got that. And then my free trial has ended, but um, we're continuing on with it. And so hopefully um, I'll keep up with that and just, yeah, like you said, being more reflective too. I really do specifically want to just be outside and walking and exercising more because it, that's like the one thing for me, I realized it helps so much, you know, and especially these winter months, it was kind of a goal of mine to be active and outside all winter long. So I kind of bought different thermal shirts and got those like earmuff, ear wrap things, um, head wrap. I don't know what it's called, but those things you put in your ears when you're outside and some nice gloves. So even just getting out and the first five minutes are horrible. And I always want to run back home and, you know, I'm like, this is not worth it, but there's always a point where, you know, you kind of like break through your threshold and you're like, Oh, I don't even need my jacket. So, um, yeah. And then I feel so much better when I get back home. And there's just something fascinating about like, when you put that break in your day, when you get, when I get back home, I feel like it's a new day. Like how much time has gone by in the last, like, it's, it might be only like 30 minutes, but I feel like hours have gone by. So that's just for me. I know not everybody are very outdoorsy, but for me, I'd like to do that this year. Hopefully I can keep it up, especially when it gets frigid. It's already frigid. <laughs> Yeah, I guess (laughs) we haven't had those like negative 40 degree days that we sometimes get. So (laughs) it's true. Yeah. 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 But aren't there some tips that, you know, about self-care that um, we can share with some of our listeners, some goals maybe that they can have for themselves? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we are really gonna push self-care for our students because that needs to be our focus. And I know before it was kind of just survival mode, but um, I think people started realizing that they weren't really taking care of themselves within trying to survive through this pandemic. So we are encouraging students and just people around us to implement a self-care routine from the start. And I think because it's the beginning of the year, all the more it's nice to kind of insert these healthy habits um, and let it be a part of your daily schedule and routine so you don't get to a point when you're so stressed and overwhelmed and not taking care of yourself that you kind of have to do like 
um, you know, like build your body and your mind back up again. So we don't want to get to that point. So there's four different areas that I think are really important to think about when you think about self-care. Specifically, they are sleep, exercise, nutrition, and a creative outlet, you know, so sleep is something that I love, but something that I think people sacrifice when they have busy things to do or fun things to do. And you don't really understand just how important sleep is. So something I want to do that somebody recently told me about is just Google um, sleep hygiene, you know, and what that's all about and how you really need to guard your sleep and how it's so necessary to rejuvenate your body and really affects your mood and heals your body. You know, we, we need it and we need a certain amount of it every day. So I know when students are younger, it's, it's so easy to, you know, forego sleeping at a normal hour, but I also know specifically that students stay up until like one, two, three, four, five, you know, our students sleeping, you need to go to bed. Um, and that's one of the things maybe that people can make a commitment about, like, I'm going to go to sleep at least by like, if it, if I, if I were to give you advice, I would say sleep at 10, <laughs> but no one would listen to that advice. So I'll be more realistic and say like, at least go to sleep by 12. You think that's a reasonable time? Yeah. And I think that your body learns the routine of like when you go to sleep and like when you wake up. Um, and then if there's times when you're like going to sleep at all these odd times, your body's kind of like, what the heck is going on? How can we get back on our schedule? Um, cause you, people think that you can like sleep in really, really late on the weekend or something, and you're going to get all caught up, but it's still just kind of jams it all up. And it's just better to be consistent. Um, it helps with like your being focused. Um, that's the time that you grow too. And so, you know, just allowing your time, your, your body time to rest and relax and get ready for that next day. Yes. So all the short people, especially should get more sleep because you will be amazed <laughs> when you wake up in the morning. Um, I'm just kidding about that. But also that what you said reminded me about just our body's natural circadian rhythm. And it reminded me of babies, you know, when my kids were babies, I worked so hard to get them into a rhythm of sleep. So, you know, if their nap times were like 10 to and five o'clock, then they got to a point where their bodies were so used to it. They wouldn't even have to do anything right. Like, like clockwork at 10 o'clock in the morning, they would get sleepy, you know? And I think as adult bodies, we also have a rhythm too. So if we are not keeping with that rhythm, then it's really going to affect us. And then what did I say? Nutrition is another thing. Just eating healthy, obviously that's, I know a lot of students have said that they wanted to drink more water. Water is like a big commitment these days. So drink your water and make sure you're having a healthy, healthy balanced diet and exercise. Like we kind of talked about, it just does a world of a difference. And I think it's great that some students um, are still involved with sports and, uh, you know, making sure that exercise is a part of their routine, but students, you don't have to be in sports to, to exercise regularly. Even just waking up in the morning and stretching is, makes you feel so much better, you know? So implementing those things into your routine. 
And then the last thing about having a creative outlet, figuring out what are some things that you enjoy doing and prioritizing that because I know when when you're studying and have a lot of schoolwork to do, sometimes using those things that are like outlets of creativity might just get thrown on the back burner because you're like, well, that's not as important, but we're telling you that it is as important. So even if it's implementing like five minutes a day of journaling or doodling or playing your violin, you know, all those things are very important for your own emotional and mental health. So I think too, like I've talked with a lot of parents recently about students who just spend a lot of time in their room. And so having a social support for your self-care too, I think is important because like if you're working all day, you're spending all day on Zoom and then after Zoom is class is over, you're studying all night and like they're not even coming out for meals to have with your family. Like, I mean, I don't know about you, but that would drive me crazy just to be in one location all the time. Like maybe go study out in the main area for a while or like see what your sister's up to. <laughs> um, mix it up, come out of your hole and see some daylight. And, you know, I don't know. I, I worry when kids are stuck in their room all the time. Um, with no other interaction because your family wants to interact with you and they want to know what's going on with you. And so please consider coming out every once in a while and seeing what's going on in the world. You might be missing things that you didn't even know because you were just in your room. And like, I don't know, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I don't think your whole day should just be school and then homework and then video games or sleep or whatever you do after you're done with your homework. Like I know that it's really hard right now too, to like find things to go out and do or be a part of because of the limitations, but hopefully here in the spring, we're going to have more like enrichment opportunities. And um, now that we're in tier one, when the positivity rate has gone down quite a bit, hopefully you feel more comfortable going outside and maybe meeting people to do something and like we have the testing available. So I would encourage people to use that as a, as a benefit because a lot of people don't have that same luxury. So get tested and then have your friend get tested make sure you do it a few times. And then maybe you can see each other and like do something together. Um, and like wear masks and wash your hands and all that jazz too. But you know, there are ways that you can be safe and like interact with other people at this point. Um, and use the resources that we have available to you. So I also wanna add that. Yeah, I think that's great advice, especially the whole coming out of the room thing. Maybe we should have a, another challenge, not just the what's up challenge, <laughs> bust out of your room challenge of, you know, just coming out, maybe finding a different space to work. I know that sometimes the computer is in the room but maybe you can talk to your parents and have your computer be at your dining room table or the living room. Again, there's other factors too, I'm sure, like noise and different people. So, but still, if you, you know, you all have your laptop. So once in a while, you can always go to the dining room table, maybe like a few periods a day to do your class there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see, Dana. Yeah, like sometimes I stand up, sometimes I like lay down, sometimes I sit in the comfy chair, sometimes I sit at the dining room table, but like 
all of those places I might work on a given day just to kind of mix it up. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's, it's good to have some variety. I mean, it's good to have space that's dedicated for work. If you're going to like leave that space and then go and do other stuff in a different space. Otherwise you might feel like work never ends too. Like I know some teachers that are going to school to like keep structure to their day just because they need a beginning and an end to their work day. And like, so you might have a station that's at your house where, you know, that helps you have a beginning and an end to your day. So, I mean, you got to do what's best for you, but sometimes you just need a different scenery. That's why people go to coffee shops and stuff too, right? To study or the library, just because they need to switch it up every once in a while. That's great advice. I apologize for that crashing sound. <laughs> One of these little puzzle things just broke apart and fell everywhere. So <laughs> that was bad. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? I think like, as, as we talk about self-care all the time, self-care is not always just like taking a bubble bath or lighting a candle or, you know, doing something like that. Of course it can be, but like self-care can also be harder things that you need to do, right? Like, like if you have a friend and they're not like benefiting you and it's a toxic relationship, like setting boundaries within that friendship or maybe deciding like, Hey, I'm not getting enough benefit out of this relationship. Maybe we should take a break. Um, which may not be the case right now, just because we're all remote and it like social interaction is more limited, but maybe, you know, it is. And you just need to make sure that you make the choices that are best for you and have those boundaries. Like setting boundaries is part of self-care, right? Like saying like, I'm only going to do my homework and from like six to nine, and then I'm not going to do anymore. Like, Cause I can't, I physically can't do any more homework. My head is going to explode. Like yesterday I had a meeting like every hour of the day. And by like four o'clock, I was like, oh my gosh, I still have another one. And my head feels like it's going to pop off. And so I like took a small break for like a half hour, then did the meeting and then just closed the laptop because I couldn't take anymore. And like, sometimes you just have to make sure that you're doing those things because I mean, no one else is going to do it for you. So you have to take some responsibility in it too. It's not just about like having a wand and things are going to be fixed. Like it's an investment and you have to know what's best for you at the end of the day. That's why it's called Mm self-care. And I think one of the things to think about is just what are the priorities that like, what are your non-negotiables that you want to guard in your life? Is it family time? Is it exploring different things that you love to do? Is it different relationships and friendships? I mean, everyone's priorities will be different, but as you think about that, then you also have to think about your day and your schedule and say like, what are the barriers that are keeping me from actually prioritizing these things that are the most important to me? And then learning how to cut it off. And sometimes it's even not opening or not even opening that door that will allow you to have the temptation to get sucked in, such as social media. You know, I know some people get really sucked into looking at different, I don't know, TikTok or Instagram or whatever people do, you know, but maybe if you know that it's going to be hard for you, like taking it off your phone and then just like only looking at it on your computer or something like little steps you can do to try to 
manage your time better. Um, and so then you'll have more energy to put towards the things that are more important to you. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. You have to learn how to do it before it gets to a point when it's completely we're overwhelmed and kind of like, I don't know, I use a lot of analogies of my kids, but like babies, when they have fevers, I guess adults too, or anybody, humans, um, if you start taking medicine like Tylenol or ibuprofen, when the fever is lower, you can help manage your fever a little better. So it doesn't get to like the 103, 104 range. But then if you wait till it's like 102, 103 to take your fever or to take the Tylenol, then it'll more likely still be out of control, you know? So it's kind of like Tylenol is our, um, our aid in self-care. No, self-care, no. Tylenol is like self-care to all the stresses that we have, right? So um, we wanna make sure that we're taking it proactively and preemptively so that we don't get to a point when we're kind of in a bind and our fever is raging and we don't know what to do. So yeah, and then it becomes like an emergent situation, you know, like if your fever gets too high, then you have to go to the emergency room and, you know, then you're in a whole different kind of state at that point. So yeah, just definitely being proactive and like taking the steps you need to in order to decrease it. Just like you showed, um, in that one group that we were doing, um, with the bottles, right? Like if you bottle all your, all your stress up and then, um, the carbonation rises. And then like, if you try to, if you don't do anything to decrease it, then it's going to explode. But if you do little things over time to like, let some of the pressure out, then, you know, your bot, your, your top doesn't blow off mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. You can prevent the mess from happening. So, yeah. Yeah, we just want everyone who's listening to know that Miss Bees and I are two of your biggest supporters and we know it's not easy right now, but we will all get through this together and we are getting through it together because now we're almost, well, I guess we're not going into the spring yet, but almost a few more months, right? We're going into February. So mm -hmm. we will get through this time and we will get through it together. So we're excited of what the spring will, what kind of opportunities the spring will bring. Hopefully we will be able to see some of your faces in one form or another, you know? Yeah. Yes, we're very excited about what the future holds and we have hope and we hope that you share with us in this hope that we will find ways to connect and hopefully find ways to have more, um, opportunities to be in the same space um, with safe precautions, of course, um, you know, and the sports are going to be able to happen. So hopefully you'll be able to spend some time with your, with your uh, classmates or people in other grades um, if you're involved in those. And, you know, just knowing that more opportunities are happening, I think increases some hope and um, some of the information and data that they're coming out with from like the CDC and stuff is encouraging for what they've released about, about schools and not necessarily being super spreaders as long as safety precautions are in place. So I think all of that gives us a glimmer of hope um, for the future. And we just need to embrace that and 
look ahead to brighter times. Yep. And until then, we'll always be here to connect with through our podcast and through our Instagram. And now that many of you guys are going to be emailing us, we will connect with you and find out what you have been up to these days. Thanks for doing us, everyone. Have a great week. Until next time. See ya.